1: Hey guys, welcome back to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. It's Britt here today. We have another great interview ahead of us today. Super excited. The guest I'm bringing on, Dr. Lee Cordell, is an expert in the anti-shame, is an expert anti-shame coach, uh, coach. She is also the CEO and founder of the Institute for Trauma and Psychological Safety. With over 15 years in the healthcare, psychology and education field, she helps entrepreneurial clients release shame and pride to prioritize pleasure as a path to trusting themselves to call in what they desire. Dr. Lee has the mission to empower people in the development of a healthy and safe shame-free life. She's also the host of Becoming Trauma Informed. Super excited for today, uh, Dr. Lee. Thanks so much for jumping on. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. How's it going?
2: Good. I'm really glad to be on here with you. Thanks for having me.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's a pleasure. Like I said, um, we're going to have some great conversation uh, going over some wins, what's working with you and your business and your podcast. We'll talk about some of the challenges. So there'll be some great takeaways and conversation within that alone. But before you really jump in, would you mind just going ahead and telling us, you know, a little bit of your background, a little bit of your story, because I think you're you're doing fantastic and you're kicking butt. And I think it's important to share with the people listening before we really jump in.
2: Sure. I'd love to. So um, I am a doctorally prepared nurse practitioner and actually thought I was going to have a career in healthcare my whole life. That was my plan as a professor and a uh, nurse practitioner at the bedside and um, got bit by the entrepreneurial bug uh, during my first year as a nurse practitioner and um, started out in network marketing and realized that while well, I didn't love the network marketing piece, what I did love was the coaching piece. So loved building a team and helping other people realize what their desires and their goals were and um, figure out how to shift how their mindset and how they were looking at things so that they could succeed. And so a, a few years in, I actually had someone pull me aside and say, Lee, you're not a network marketer, you're a coach, and we got to get you coaching. And um, So, I started my coaching business and I was also training to become a certified clinical trauma professional at the time. And this was about in 2019. I went, What if I did both of these together? What if I started really like shifting my coaching to helping people understand how their past painful experiences were affecting their current reality and help them release those so they could create a future that they really wanted and desired? So, we founded the institute in 2021 actually we just had our one year anniversary and so congrats thank you yes i know it's really (laughs) exciting so in addition to the one-on-one coaching and consulting i was doing we actually started an institute where we could do education and empowerment for people to learn about trauma and how to create safer more supportive spaces and relationships so we the last year has been a total just whirlwind and it's been incredible and the podcast right. has been a big part of that so um we actually just rebranded the podcast for our third season to becoming trauma-informed to be aligned with institute so lots of cool things happening
1: amazing well congrats on everything you're doing it's absolutely amazing and i think that you know you making such a difference in people's lives and helping them really understand, you know, how trauma is affecting them right now and how you can change that. Uh, It's we need more people like you out there. So it's incredible what you're doing. And I love it. So, Thank you. We all know that with building a six figure or higher or multiple six figure business can be um, amazing, but also has lots of challenges. What would you say were, you know, some of the really good wins and what would you say would be, um, some of the hardest challenges.
2: So, I think wins-wise, um, just having the experience that I did as part of my doctoral uh, education was understanding how to uh, create projects and and propose things that were a return on investment for everyone involved, that were mutually beneficial. And so, one of the biggest wins I would say for the institute is that. I brought that over into how we work at the Institute. So everyone who's involved in any decision that gets made, it feels mutually beneficial for everyone. And so um, that's that's effect or that's um, evident in our pricing and in how we create courses and how we uh, make things accessible for people. And that's been such a huge win because a lot, I would say about 99% of the people who come in and end up taking a course from us are like, this is amazing. Uh, We have yet to have a refund request in, you know, 14 months, which is a huge deal. uh, That is huge. Hundreds, literally hundreds of humans, 400 plus humans at this point. So uh, that's been a huge uh, celebration marker for us that we're really providing education and support for people in a way that is, is, feels good for them. Um, I think from a challenge perspective, it's, it's, We know that what we're doing is impactful and we know that what we're doing does, it works, that it helps people and, you know, just continuing to get your, uh, your business out in front of the people that it can impact more. So from a growth perspective, you know, we're serving hundreds of humans. We'd love to serve thousands and tens of thousands. So I think that's, that's a challenge that I know all business owners face and it's something that it's steadily growing. And it would be great to have that happen even more.
1: Absolutely. I, I totally, you're not alone on the, uh, with that either. Like, you know, I think someone yesterday I interviewed said the same thing, you know, we're, we're helping so many people, but we want to keep growing. We want to help more and more and more. How do we do this? You know, yes. so not alone on that. Um, Now, I know we touched on the podcast a bit, but do you want to just uh, remind me again, when, when you started the podcast and what intentional actions did you take in order to,
2: you know, really get it going and run with it? So I started the podcast a little over two years ago and it, so we've had three or two seasons to this point and are about to launch season three. And honestly, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this messy. <laughs> I'm going to do this messy because uh, done is better than perfect. And one of the big values that we hold at the Institute is vulnerability. And so I was like, I'm going to get vulnerable. I'm going to talk about all these things that I really wanted to talk about on a, on a more large scale right. and just trust that the people who want to hear it will hear it. And the people who don't won't. <laughs> so, um, right. I I actually, for the first season, I was like, let's, I'm going to come up with a theme for myself so that I can really stay motivated and know uh, what we're talking about. And so I actually did A to Z. So we had 26 episodes on topics that a lot of people aren't, aren't often comfortable speaking around. So A was for anxiety, um, N was for how we use the word no, O was for overwhelm, S was for shame, T was for trauma. And we had, um, I just... I just tackled it that way. And after doing 26 episodes every week in a row, it was like, okay, I've got the consistency for this. And some really cool things that happened through that was, was that we had several higher ticket clients just come up out of the blue and say, I've never met you before. I've listened to, I I just binged your entire podcast. Like I would like to pay you (laughs) $20,000. Oh my gosh. What a win. Yeah. We had yeah, we had several of, I would say in the first two seasons, like five or six people come through that way of like, I'm in. And, and so that was so cool to, to know that we were impacting people, um, to that extent
1: where they're coming to you and they're, I need, I need to, (laughs) you know? Yeah,
2: exactly. It was, you know, I know they say, I remember when I first started in business, they said, you need seven points of contact with somebody before they say yes. Now they say it's like 28 or, something way higher. It's it's a lot. Yeah. Right. And if you have 20, 30 episodes in your podcast, then that's 30 connection points for somebody to listen in and be like, okay, I'm, I trust this human. This is somebody that I want to work with. So that's, that's been a really fun win. And a fun piece of the journey is just when people come out out of nowhere and they're like, okay, how do I hire you? Absolutely.
1: And, and like the fact that they're coming to you and you don't have to go looking for them. That's huge. You know? Yes. So amazing work um, Do on your, on your podcast, do you do a lot of interviews or do you more so do solos or a little bit of both?
2: Yeah, we do a little bit of both. So okay. season one, I brought on people that I, you know, as we had topics, I was like, oh, this person would be perfect to talk about this topic. Season two, right. we did a little something. Different, and we had um, we really shifted to looking at shame and doing some shame stories. And so, I just put out a broadcast and said, Hey, if you have a story of overcoming shame or overcoming trauma, like we'd love to have you on. And it was a much heavier season, but it was also, I think, a much more inspiring season because we had some people come on and tell stories that were just um, uh, it's hard to think that any human had to go through that. And also, it was so inspiring to hear how they how they did. So, um, I, and then some episodes are just me vibing about a topic or we also have a free Facebook group. So we'll turn our Facebook lives that we do in there. Our, our bi-weekly talks, we'll turn those into podcasts as well so that people can listen to them in both places.
1: I see. Okay. Interesting. And with the people you bring on for interviews, are they previous clients or, you know, how do you go about attracting these people? Do you ask them? Do they, they, you know, do you do a post and they come to you or, um, how do you go about that?
2: So I am in a really large podcast Facebook group. So, um, they have a, be a guest, find a guest Yes, the opportunity. So we'll use the find a guest sometimes and we have an application process. So for season two, I think we had over 60 applicants wow. for 10 episodes. So sometimes if there's somebody I love talking to, I'll invite them on. Other times it's uh somebody's sending an application and it's like, oh my gosh, we have to have this human on. So Incredible. it just depends.
1: Yeah. And then so with I guess my next question is like, so you have um an application. So, with that application, do they have to meet a certain criteria? Do they have to, you know? I know with ours, we have the minimal uh, viable customer characteristics that we follow, um, and that's who we'll bring. If they meet those standards, then we'll bring them on to the podcast. Because, uh, like you said, we don't like I not like you said. I guess like I was telling someone on my previous interview, you don't have time to interview every single person, right? Yeah. So you kind of got to just put them through the application and see if this is the person that should come on the interview. And if like a quality, um, relatable topic, you know? So how do you go about that? Do you have a criteria that they meet, they have to meet in order to go on or?
2: It's usually, um, just somebody that I think that the audience is going to really benefit from hearing from. Right. So, um, it's more of a, (laughs) I guess it's more of a vibe check than anything else. So it's, it's not, you have to have a certain audience size or anything like that. Yeah. It's, it's your message, something that the people that we attract need to hear.
1: Absolutely. I love it. Interesting. And so with the people coming on for interviews, do you often, you know, afterwards have them as clients or interested in getting into your program? Like, are you able to get book
2: sales calls or, close deals with that afterwards um at times? Uh it's happened before, yeah. So oftentimes, a few times actually I've had clients on. So they're current clients that I know their story. And it's like we we gotta get you um in front of other people so that they can hear this too. So that's actually a big benefit for my clients is they know they have the opportunity to come on the podcast if they desire. Some of them do, some of them don't. And, uh, we have had other guests end up being collaborators or, you know, have, it's been mutually beneficial for their business and ours. So we typically don't have clients come from the guests themselves. They come from people listening to the guests. Interesting. Interesting.
1: So how do you go about monetizing your podcast?
2: Uh, we we don't at this point. Uh, there's yep. no, well, I shouldn't say that. Um, we actually sell a lot on the podcast. There's no external monet, uh, monetization like ads or sponsors or anything like that. And oftentimes we'll look at our sales cycle for the upcoming year. So we have 16 launches in 2023 of programs or different offerings. So we will look at that in the weeks beforehand, we'll tailor our content to be around those topics. And then say, if you want more of this, then we're going to have this program or this one day workshop. And that works really well for us. Um, right. Get A good amount of traffic into our, our courses and programs doing that. Perfect. Perfect. Oh,
1: I'm still here. I'm not sure what's going on with my camera, but we'll just continue. Okay. Now, what is the biggest focus with your podcast this year? What is your biggest focus and desire?
2: Uh, so I would love to grow the listenership so that, you know, what we find is, is that people who come in through our courses, listen to our podcast, and then they refer to other friends who then listen to the podcast and then come into our courses. So right. I would really love to, um, to boost the, the numbers so that we have more humans in that Kind of self fulfilling cycle. Um, I think the other goal, honestly, is just to. Um, there's a lot of topics that we've been wanting to talk about, especially from a uh, a shame and a trauma perspective, around things happening in the world today, and and right as a host. Uh, you know, getting confidence in the first two seasons. This season, I really want to dive into those things more as I feel more um, grounded and regulated around hosting conversations around those things. So from a content perspective, that's a big goal for me is to be able to bring some topics to uh, people who are listening, people who are invested in what we're offering around things that like really matter that a lot of people aren't talking about.
1: Right. There are so many people that, you know, have gone through stuff that they just don't talk about, but they need this sort of support. You know, they need to be able to hear these podcasts and relate with people as well. And maybe one day they can reach out for help too. Right.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So based on where you are today, If you were to double or triple your profit and revenue in one year, what are the new challenges that you might face? What are some things that you might have to change?
2: Mm. So I think from a team perspective, uh, one of the things we've been looking at is that I, you know, as the CEO, I can't do it all. And so uh, I can't be running the business and coaching and consulting and running courses. And so one of the things that is, if we were to double or triple, which um, I expect us to do. We're starting to bring on more core instructors who have been trained in our um in our practices and in how we approach things. And so they're able to go out and uh, you know, take care of a consulting client or teach a course for us. Right. So that I I can't be three places at once. So that there's two other humans that can help out with that. So that's a big one is team ensuring yeah. that we've got the right people in the right places. Um I honestly I would say that that's that would be the biggest the number one yeah the number one
1: yeah and you're not alone on that that's honestly uh, one of the, <laughs> that's what a lot of the people say on interviews is you know growing the team so that you know we can still generate more profit and revenue but um you know you can't do it all, all on your own right so growing the team is huge for sure Interesting. Okay, well, this has been amazing. And I thank you so much for coming on today, Dr. Lee Cordell, and taking the time out to share your valuable insights with everybody listening. Um, Now, if anyone's looking to connect with you, what would be the best way?
2: So institutefortrauma.com is our website. And we have our our podcast is linked on there. Our um, free Facebook group is linked on there. And then there's a list of all of our courses that are currently available.
1: Perfect. Thanks so much again. Oh, sorry. And the contact form. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you again. It was an absolute pleasure having you on. I hope to get you back on in the future as well to share some more valuable insights like you did today. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. You're welcome group. If you're listening and enjoyed, please like, and subscribe. If you're a six figure or higher entrepreneur and want to come on the podcast, just like Dr. Lee did today, um, for an interview, please go to podcastrebels.com. We'd love to interview you as well. Thanks again, everybody. Thank you so much. Dr. Lee Cordell. Absolutely amazing having you on today. Catch you guys on the next episode. Bye.